0: big thank you to NYCFC for giving us the opportunity to get on the field and be a part of interviewing the mayor.
1: Well, you were on the field. I was busy looking for the donut chicken sandwich. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Priorities.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The roster selection defining moment of the game was Ledesma getting that start. He obviously gets his man of the match.
2: My teammates give me confidence every day, so... Uh, just as long as, you know, we keep working together and, uh, we can we can be some a big team
1: if, if I had to do a tier list it'd be Ledesma, Olenich, Sans and Talas would be my top four in terms of impact
0: All right, man episode 97 um, Coming off the back of attending the first home game at City Field uh, I think uh, for us city field has definitely won the hearts um of the show uh of, of definitely some of the other media members that we talked to there and of the fans as well um you know there's something about it being our future home that really does make it special um and then kind of all the things that came along with us or uh, your first time attending there my second time um first time
1: sent, well first time as press right yeah second time being there
0: and we we undid the bad vibes of 2019. Yeah, and I mean I all around not not only in terms of the result, um, but I think the the experience overall for us was pretty cool. You know, big thank you to NYCFC for giving us the opportunity to uh, get on the field, um, and and be a part of interviewing the mayor. That was
1: well, you were on the field. I was busy yeah. looking for the donut chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah, priorities. <laughs> yeah,
0: um. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, super cool. I mean, that's the first time that I've ever been on the field, and then obviously, uh, you know, in the company of the mayor is a cool experience too. Um, despite was, the booing, despite the booing from the Nashville fans wh- who who had to be talked not to, not
1: just Nashville fans.
0: Oh, where,
1: <laughs> it was a good amount. Of wow. The stadium. <laughs> no, I
0: ha- I do have a new a newfound understanding. I guess you know you would think uh, you're so subjected to all of the noise in the stadium, but really when you're when you're down there, it's like. I mean, I guess you hear crowd noise, but y- you don't make much of, I guess, reactions unless it's a whole stadium thing kind of going on. Um, yeah.
1: Well, it was the entire left side of us, which obviously involved the Nashville fans who proved um, that Nashville fans are are up there with Charlotte fans <laughs> yeah. in terms of, um, you know, class and everything like that. But it seemed like something's coming from the supporter section. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit there. So I heard it from all over. That's why it was loud enough to wear uh, homeboy uh, the district something, whatever. The dude that looks like he actually cares about soccer. Um, oh, Francisco. He had to, he yeah. Mentioned something.
0: Moya. Yeah. They So he had to say something during their speech in the stadium. And then actually, right prior to that, uh, uh, Trey from Blue Balls was trying to work with. The NYCFC communications team to like move us away from the pack of rabid Nashville fans that were right behind us. Just with the thought of like uh, the interview questions, audio quality not being drained out by them just being absolute losers honestly yeah, I mean they were just annoying I, and I, I think I don't know I don't know how secret service works if that's like a mayor and a president thing but they definitely had a guy with one of those fancy <laughs> ear mics with a little swirl go over and have a conversation with the guy that appeared to be the leader of the Nashville fans and they were not making noise after that yeah. so I'm not I'm not sure what was said uh, but it was effective to say the least so,
1: I mean it was effective until a 14 year old started yelling at him and then he <laughs> yeah. lost school again yeah
0: yeah but- um but, yeah, I mean, that obviously a cool experience. Um, and then th- the game that unfolded, I feel, you know, probably, again, one of the best halves of soccer that we've had in the first Definitely. half. Um, uh, there were a number of, of standout performers from the team, you know, whether it's Keaton or uh, Alenich, I thought Talas looked good too. Um, and, of course, man of the match, Ledesma. Uh, some conversation to come around him once we get into kind of post game talk. We did have the opportunity to get into the locker room. I think first time that we've we've taken that on. Typically, you kind of have to choose between the cushing presser um, or the locker room, and and we elected for the first time to check out the locker room. We thought we would nut up and, <laughs> and head in there. Um, and uh, it was a cool experience and getting you know to have that conversation with Desmo was interesting um, and to see I guess the side of some of the guys that we don't typically see otherwise um For like no a lineage to me a lineage to me is like i have a whole new found oh i love that dude understanding of him <laughs> nah like i love that dude yeah and anybody doing like the podcast circuit this week and listening to everything like if you hear screaming in the background of any interview questions that keaton is giving or uh that uh Ledesma's giving or Sans, anybody you will just hear, uh, an insane person screaming in the background, and that is a lineage
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, we were all trying to interview basically, crowd Ledesma not to jump into post game right away, but he was acting an animal in the background of all of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it wasn't the music that you're gonna hear, it's it's gonna be a lineage so. yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, to the game, it was really, I, I thought that we would come out really fast. I thought that we would try to make a statement quick. I I think um, that Cushing would have us prepared for, you know, an opener, uh, the second opener, but the first opener after learning that this is going to be our new home. Um, And you hit it right on the head when everybody in the stadium kind of had that idea that this is home. Like, this is the feeling, Mm -hmm. this is what games are going to be like. Um, When, you know, when you're interacting with some of the people that were working there. They're probably going to be the similar people that are working in our stadium and around the stadium. Um, so interacting with them, everyone just was so nice, and it was it really felt like a family environment. Um, not like not like Six Flags, but like everyone felt like they were a part of a family. Yeah. Um,
0: and obviously, and they f- packed that thing out. Honestly,
1: yeah. I was worried. Honestly, yeah. I, at first, I was worried because we got there pretty early. Um, you know, we probably sat there for an hour before kickoff at least um and when we started seeing people trickle in it it looked real slow for a bit and I was concerned because I really wanted us to come out and represent um and show that we could fill Queens when it is time for the stadium um and I was real worried for a bit but then it it got packed out. I'm pretty close to sell out
0: yeah I mean the thing is too like 20,000 feels so much different in city field than it does in yankees just just the sheer size of yeah of the size difference i mean Even
1: like we said we, we walked around the entire we were searching
0: for that crispy cream yeah. waffle donut shop still to this day we didn't find it
1: didn't find it but we walked around the entire stadium in 10 minutes i think it was
0: 10 minutes yeah or less i mean it... we've gone for food before kickoff for yankee stadium and we're like doing the lap around the whole thing. Yeah. Like by the time you get back in your seats, it's, it's like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay, we've missed a goal yeah. already.
1: Or we're here in the celebration. Right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just, it was nice. I hope that our stadium is similar in that regard. Um, and that some of the things are, are stolen uh, for our stadium. Like the, um the home plate cafe or what was it called? Uh, or, home plate market. Home plate market. Yeah. Um, That'd be super cool to have a call back to kind of where we've been in the stadium to have a something baseball related or, you know, some banter related to that would be awesome. Um, and, and I think
0: this week they're, they're doing some kind of survey for the city members. Um, obviously no idea what it's going to look like, but I think it'll be interesting for us to I'm sure it'll get shared. give our opinions. Yeah. Uh, and everybody to give their opinions. I hope they take all of it um, and, and use it. And it's not just uh we want to take your opinions and to seem like the good guys. Um, but that, that'll that be a great thing. And obviously, I mean, we haven't even talked about how the construction and design company got picked. Um, seems to be a, a pretty good design company at Hawk. They obviously made um, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome where Atlanta and the Falcons play. They've done renovations for the San Antonio Spurs and the Miami Dolphins among, like, I don't know. They built arenas in, like, Dubai with the Etihad. Yeah. Um, all types of different stuff like that. And then I think the construction company, I mean... They're they're kind of just getting the plans and they're told build it, um, but a part of projects like SoFi, um, the new I guess billion dollar maybe more than right. a billion dollar stadium in LA, um, so I I feel good that we're in good hands at yeah. the moment.
1: I mean my my wish list um, is pretty short.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want like I said callbacks to baseball stadiums whether that's you at know, least home one plate market or um, you know something something along the lines. As you can tell, I, I enjoy food. You know, I'm, I'm hoping um, that the food selection is good, that they actually put some thought into it. And it's not just concession type. I like um, if you've ever been to a, an L.A. Galaxy game, I think that they do it the best personally uh, because it's essentially you have your concession stands, but then there's just a row of the best food trucks you've ever had in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think New York can rival that um, and, and be the L.A. Galaxy type atmosphere that that's out there um so that's on my list we need an open section of the stadium that shows um the subway or the train going by i guess it's not subway it'll be a train yeah because it's not so it's not underground (laughs) (laughs) but to show the train going by because i just think that adds so much flavor to the stadium well it calls
0: back to yankee stadium too you have that section behind the big board where you can see it run and it's just exactly that's like an environment you know like it, it a lot of times when you have especially in yankee stadium with the all the tiers that are i mean you can't even you don't even know you're in new york city you can't right. see a skyscraper you know above the the third tier seating um but it yeah it reminds you that you're still in the city and like right. you know it's nice to have to have those touches
1: yeah and so those that's really my, my wish i don't think i'm forgetting anything
0: i think one one like non-negotiable for me is like we need to have one of those things um, where when the players are walking out, there's some kind of underground VIP lounge or restaurant. I oh, think City yeah. city has it at the Etihad in uh, in Manchester um, where it's all like one-way glass. So like you see all of the players and the refs kind of like coming onto the field. That to me just feels like such a, a cool experience. Um, a lot of times you don't have the opportunity to get like so close to players.
1: So. Right, well, and I feel like our players and our club does they do such a good job of interacting with the fans that do stand out there and wait um like when we were leaving we saw tala's gp jason just hanging around uh just literally like just chopping it up talking to fans and and you know signing stuff and and being there i i think that we need to have the similar parking situation or you know keep it to where the players are still accessible because they want to be Mm -hmm. like it's clear that it's built into into the culture that they want to be close to the fans and things like that so um we definitely need something
0: like that yeah that'll be big hopefully hopefully you can maintain the same atmosphere too um i think it lended well to us during the actual game um my vibe kind of going into the game was uh, for some reason i feel like we have the mentality of like the fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me like we're not going to get beat by a team uh, oh, that recently beat us.
1: They didn't beat us. They We drew.
0: Well, no, they week one.
1: Week one we drew, I thought.
0: I thought we lost 2-0. Did
1: we?
0: I think we lost 2-0 we week tied. one. Maybe we tied.
1: I could be f- fully blasted.
0: <laughs> I have no clue. Maybe we have to check. But
1: I'm, I I know Mukhtar came on and scored.
0: Yeah. Were we up at any
1: point in that game? I don't know if we scored even. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm fully lost
0: Nashville NYCFC
1: It's going to show the last one
0: So that was 2-1 I want to know
1: because I, I had kind of had this feeling going in that, Yeah, 2 Okay, we did lose 2 Jesus Yeah, it was a bad What was I It thinking? was a bad
0: day because I remember Chano gave up I mean, let's not put it on his head But he obviously had an incredible game this week But in the first game he played that Or he tried to clear that ball and it like fell right to the dude Baraza makes that insane save, Uh-oh. but it falls to the the guy again and then was that? i was bla- I'm blasting Mukhtar just comes Whatever. in and sprints the length of the field after a hack giveaway and we had to defend his honor in the first episode of the season like Correct. we've never done before. Yes. And um, now and now here we are, week eight, you know, insane that a fourth of the season has flown by, if that's the math.
1: I just felt I don't know, I felt this strange confidence going into the game. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I, I think I needed to because I was afraid of you know the past in city field the, just feeling how great it was and then it, it very quickly not feeling great anymore yeah. inside um but yeah I was happy I was happy the way that we came out strong I was happy with the way that we um, battled I, I it did get hairy at the end um, and I think that was a lot to do with you know I think we do a lot of defending of Nick Cushing and I I do believe he's the guy he's the guy that we should stick with for as long as he'll stay Mm -hmm. um at least for for now um but i don't really you know i don't love the the substitution decisions towards the end Mm -hmm. um but look at the end of the day we squeaked out the three points and you can't really complain
0: yeah and i think you know as much as it comes to not liking the substitutions what we have to love i think is the starting lineup that was rolled out there you know we've we've been joking around for the last three weeks here that uh Cushing must be tuning into the show because I, I think, you know, three episodes ago, um, well, I'm not going to take credit for this one because the entire NYCFC community has been calling for Talas to be removed from the striker position. Um, yeah. But obviously, Seagal gets his go uh, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we talk about how um, GP probably needs a rest. He's rested against New England, comes in, scores his assist. And then a week ago, uh, I think that the title of our episode was. Santi out Richie in uh yeah. and then you know just that happens in this lineup and it was probably um in my opinion the the roster selection defining moment of the game was yeah. Ledesma getting that start he obviously gets his man of the match he he gets his first assist two off the corner to uh an insane Cheneau scissor kick I don't think anybody had that on their you know bingo card going yeah, into the yeah I
1: loved the clip of Cushing um, yeah. with part of his speech saying
2: I will tell you though this is what I believe in football some days you know it's going to be a good day and when Chano scores a scissor volley from a corner <laughs> you know you're going to have a good day boys it's a good performance
1: you know I, he, he believes that there's just good days in football mm-hmm. and when Chano is scoring a scissor kick <laughs> off of a, off a volley yeah, it's going to be a good day <laughs> Yeah, which I thought was hilarious um but yeah, I think it was just so refreshing to see somebody so lively at the ten, mm-hmm. um, properly scanning, getting players, you know, involved in the play. But when there wasn't somebody to play, just taking advantage of the space that's given to you. Um, it's kind of like he almost he almost played the ten as if he was a point guard in basketball, mm-hmm. where he wasn't at some points there wasn't a pass to be had. So he just dribble dribbled and ran towards a goal. And that was enough to create space. Um, and I, I think that that's just an edge that he has athletically that Santi just can't really, he can't really do that. I don't, yeah. You saw Santi try. I mean, granted now we have the knowledge that he had some sort of knock hamstring. So, I think, you know, in terms of judging his explosiveness, I'm not going to try to do that. Um, after an injury, but he definitely didn't look as explosive as Ledesma did. Mm-hmm. And he was really good at just picking his head up, seeing that there's space and sprinting into it. I think that's something that we missed with a lot of our players outside of, like, GP.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, probably one of the most uh, valuable parts of the night for us was after that man-of-the-match performance, we had the chance to, to touch base with him in the locker room. You know, you got to talk to him one-on-one. Um,
1: Which I'm happy he was as nervous to talk to uh, us <laughs> yeah. that we were to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, I think we we're both sitting there like, "Wow, this is wild." <laughs> right, <laughs> like
0: we're doing this. <laughs> well, that and we talked about that afterwards too because it was it was funny, you know, to get your first start and to get the man of the match. You know, probably nobody has come up to you uh, since you joined the team, right? Um, and then all of a sudden you have you know nine mics five cameras and and 11 press members in your and face and your teammate in the background like <laughs> yeah
1: you know obviously giving it to you
0: just yeah Alenich, just you know <laughs> hype, hyping up the moment for what it is yeah. uh but I I think you know some of the questions that you asked and then obviously that he answered as well were like I guess really insightful for not only the way that Cushing um how he tactically advises Ledesmo but then also kind of the the thoughts that Ledesma has when he's on the field. Right.
1: Uh, were you surprised tonight after all of the uh, space that they were able
2: to give you that you were able to exploit? Um. To be honest, yeah, I was a bit surprised. I mean, I feel like you know, uh, changing up the lineup in our team, you know, made them maybe rethink of you know. I haven't played a game in, you know, four months, started a game, so maybe that happened and it was a smart decision from the coach. I mean, I, I have no idea. I mean, they talk about tactics behind our, our backs, you know, they have to figure out the tactics, so I have no idea, man. So. Was it something uh, that the coach talked about that there
1: would be space, or was it something just on your own that you found?
2: I mean, he just told me just to be in the pocket and just wait for the ball to come, and that's what I did tonight, and, you know, the ball came to me a lot of the times, and I was able to turn my way out of Situations and dribble, take space and create chances, and I feel like uh, give props to the coach, you know, uh, giving me the that, that confidence and being in the pocket and receiving the ball and turning. So, yeah, perfect. Uh, do you think going forward uh, that it gives yeah. you confidence? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, my teammates give me confidence every day. So uh, just as long as you know we keep working together, and, uh, we can we can be some a big team. The rest, so yeah, definitely. Thank you. Appreciate it.
1: Um, well, it was a lot of just kind of like, yeah, I, w- I was surprised um, that they allowed me to have so much space. And, you know, it, when you're somebody that as dangerous as Ledesma has shown to be, when when somebody's giving you that space and you can go ahead and attack it, he he looked, he was doing the same type of things that Mukhtar does on the other side, yeah, which is just, if you're going to sit back and back off of me, I'm going to keep running at you. Um, I'm not going to shy away. He he w- didn't seem scared. He didn't seem like the moment was too big. I think he, he said in the answer that, you know, he's been waiting to play, so he's going to play Yeah, and and work as hard as he can. So, yeah, I, it, it was interesting to kind of get that off of our back and, and you know, speak to a player and kind of ask them a question uh, directly in the locker room and after a game. So um, at some point we're going to play.
0: Yeah i we'll we'll weave it in there somewhere yeah. um uh but then I think you know also interestingly um there were a a couple of questions we touched base with um I think at the pigeons on Twitter um a lot of you probably know them, but uh we touched base with him because he went to the presser when we were in the locker room um and I guess you know there were some interesting quotes from Cushing um he mentioned how his man of the match was Sands, we said was an absolute 10 out of 10 which i think was another surprising part of the lineup that we didn't even talk about i think a lot of us expected him to be out
1: yeah i think i flat out predicted he wouldn't be there
0: Mm -hmm. um and and i think you know maybe the the call-up to the national team had us all feeling better um but we you know we definitely didn't feel that he would be um in the starting lineup and then to go out and look the way that he did uh was obviously very helpful i think you know we talked about last episode when we're playing without sands it's almost like we're down a man um so you know the value that he brings to the team uh is is huge and uh it was obviously even above the performance that we saw from Ledesma or some of the other guys that you know I think Alenich and Ledesma for me were probably the two men of the match um so yeah. to see Cushing put Sands up on that pedestal is is like a whole you know it's kind of not not exactly what we thought
1: yeah i if if i had to do a tier list it'd be uh Ledesma Alenich sans and Talis would be my top four mm-hmm. um you know in terms of impact what Talis didn't know Chino i think Tiago, he, i mean tiago's played every minute of every game for us he's been a warrior mm-hmm. um so i can't even begin to to start praising him i think we have to not allow him to to fall into this um role of not being talked about and not being appreciated mm-hmm. um because he's been a dog for us he's been so good He's played every minute, he's taking care of his body, he's making sure that he's there for us. Yep. Um, and I love that for him. Yeah. And so
0: he's taking care of business, honestly. Yeah, like he's just quietly being businessman. Quiet assassin.
1: Um but yeah, I mean uh, Tala's what he did in the corner to, you know, unknowingly assist elena's assist. Yeah. Um, where you can even you could even see Tallis in the replay telling him to like slow down before <laughs> yeah. he plays the best ball he's ever played <laughs> yeah. for us. Um, which, you know, had he listened then you know, maybe we're talking about a whole different game here, but. Right. Um,
0: and Keaton gets his first goal of the season. I, I feel like it's something about city field when I was last there, I think he had a goal and an assist last season. Um, and, and I think it was like the five goal game that we had with, you know, Hey Bear and Tati and everything. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's good. It's obviously good to get Keaton going. Uh, you know, I love the baby Selly afterwards, yeah. you know, a special moment, especially to open the game. Um, for him, you know, especially a guy who uh, a lot of us preseason talked about how uh, he was going to be one of the key players. That if he has an outstanding season, then NYCFC will have an outstanding season. Um, so kind of, you know, kick that engine now. Hopefully he's going to build on it. I think generally he looked pretty good throughout the game. Um, did his job, essentially, and got the goal. Um, but didn't didn't hurt us, I think, in some of the ways that a lot of people have called out uh, in past weeks. So better better from him
1: definitely and i think if he was to have heard any critics last week he definitely responded Mm -hmm. um obviously huge to get his first goal of the season huge i I bet he's been waiting for that celebration all all year um so for him to be able to get that off and you know kind of just focus on playing is is awesome so i'm happy for him i'm really i mean i'm happy for lenz getting his second assist which he had to correct you he did have to correct me Yeah,
0: he corrected you um we were heading out of the locker room, and yeah. well, so this this is like the thing about this kid is like so, you know, we already touched just, on he's, he was just around. He's time. screaming in the back of every interview. <laughs> uh, you know, when he does get an interview, he's he's the most excited person that you know whoever is talking to him is talking to him. And then as as they're kind of all the players are exiting out of the locker room and all the media is leaving as well, he's just standing at the door. Holding it open, dapping up every single person that walks yeah. through the door. You know, oh, have a good night, a great game tonight, all that different stuff. And then, yeah, I told him, congrats on your first assist. I was thinking of uh, Ledesma. He goes, it was my second assist. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And I was actually at Gillette to see it too. So, yeah. uh, you know, he had to had to set me straight. Yeah. But
1: but I I did tell him it was the best one. Yeah, <laughs> Is it, it was, in my opinion. The it best may be one tough.
0: So it may be tough to top that one. For the rest of the year,
1: in terms of the the total play, yeah, it's gonna be tough, especially you know just to even see Keaton's run, because when you're when you're watching the replay, you almost don't even see Keaton's run until mm-hmm. it's the end the product. Um, so, amazing goal there! I, that really got the crowd going at that point, and um, at that point there was uh, some rowdy Nashville fans that were be- only beginning to uh you know have the despair of the night of losing so they were chirping at some 14 year olds who somehow inspired the entire section yeah. of like 300 400 people <laughs> to chant nashville sucks yeah which was awesome to see um but it was literally started by like 12 year olds yeah all in that section.
0: i mean they were they the and 12 they year olds were living rent free <laughs> They got in the them. nashville fans had specifically one of them um, was uh, was losing his cool I think at some point the concession peoples had to cut him off yeah. or they should have if they didn't had to cut him off the beer um, because you know when you're that animated towards yeah. teenagers it's a different I don't know if I paid $600 I would have come to NYC if, or you know I mean, maybe if they drove see my team get smacked
1: I would I feel bad for them <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you drove 13 hours watch your team lose and then got trolled by 12 and 13 year olds yeah that's self tough night
0: although we probably before before wrapping it up we probably should touch on the second half where um you know the those Nashville fans did have a little little bit of a leg to stand on um i think you know you said it earlier you you weren't in love with the substitutions that were made uh i wasn't either i, I think at a point you know Kufre picked up a knock so they took they took him off they take off alenich they put tavon in uh they take off ledesma they put santi in and and I'm just feeling like it's our 2021 team. There's no more new transfers, nobody that wasn't on the team last year coming in. And I I felt, which is weird because, you know, we looked good at times with that team, but I didn't feel uh, confident, especially after they get the goal um, off the back of, you know, Tavon just honestly getting spun around. I think it came off his hand and, you know, it falls to Mukhtar, which is unlucky. No, that was
1: the one that got called off.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. So
1: that one got called off where, you know, uh, Tavon got yeah spun. But, There's a few spinnings, to, but the yeah. the one with uh, the one that actually counted was Mukhtar absolutely slotting it. Nothing that you know anyone could really do about it. Um, I don't remember if there was a dispossession um, that was I particularly think they,
0: bad in the lead up. Nah, I think uh, I don't want to give him credit because we're not the biggest Zimmerman supporters here but I'm pretty sure Zimmerman plays it down their left wing and Tavon got spun for a second time uh, and the ball gets played to top of the box to Mukhtar. and then like right. you said when you have that man
1: right it was just it was a perfect shot um
0: and yeah it, it was just it seemed it did like... feel a little bit unravely at moment right no I, I
1: do think that the the substitutions completely unraveled everything um in my head I was thinking, wow, this is such a good performance from this team, and it was so bold to start some of these players, specifically Ledesma, and, um, you know, obviously you're without Matty, so it's not a big thing to bench him, but he had played a lot of minutes up to that point. Yep. Um, so you're playing without all these guys. To me, it, I had the feeling that, look, if we're playing this well, you reward these guys by giving them the full 90, unless they're dead tired or you're, you know, Kufre, he's injured yep. that's different I just figured yeah you give them the full 90 and let them go um, until they can't anymore yeah that you know, they've earned that at this point
0: yeah it did it it felt a bit like uh, the DC United game where we're up 2-0 and at halftime we're texting each other or we're talking about oh this is a statement game right and then we come out of the half and uh, you know in the case of DC we just played much worse in this case the subs came in and kind of deflated the whole thing um but it it felt a lot like that and I was worried and I was worried Nashville might be walking out of there with a point so luckily that wasn't the case um I'm not sure our plans for the weekend I know great experience at city field so potentially making out to the FC Dallas game for me the only thing behind it is I guess we have a four game away stretch after FC Dallas which just seems insane I mean it, it doesn't feel legal I, to have I feel a, like they do that to us all the time. To have a month straight of away games, just you know, it doesn't feel legal to fans or to the players to have to go through all that traveling. Um, we're gonna have to see how it goes. A lot of the teams are are not doing the best early on, so maybe we could squeak away with something. And then I I'm not sure if it's gonna be the next game back at home, uh, but the first game after that away game stretch is gonna be Philly at home, um, on my birthday weekend too. So. I think we're probably Who knows what that's gonna look yeah. like. Uh but hopefully we're gonna we're gonna build some confidence uh against some of those, you know, teams that are off to a slow start, uh on the away stretch because obviously first game against Philly this season, uh, especially in the Bronx, it's gonna get rowdy for sure. A, so a the boys game. yeah, the boys the boys are gonna have to be prepared for that one emotionally and everything. And
1: it's only um, I mean it's probably Philly is only what like Three hours away. Mm-hmm. Four three, four hours. Yeah. So I'm assuming that they are gonna show up. Some fans, yeah. Um yeah, I think it'd be a cool game to go to, but it depends obviously, you know, with with uh, what we're doing and everything like that. For, yeah. For My hands
0: are clean, I'm, I'm not a part of it, I guess. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if you, if you have made, you said you had something prepared. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I.
1: Something crazy's coming, but that, you don't know anything yeah, about that. It's so nothing have, related
0: to planning, though. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, nothing I, related to that. I have no clue. Um, and, and on the topic of birthdays, have to shout it out. First first episode with the rings, you know, a couple, couple years later from the boys. You know we're procrastinators.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm actually wearing the shirt from the playoff run yeah. that they gave us in was, against, uh, uh, I think Atlanta game? against yeah, Atlanta, the, Atlanta
0: game. the playoff game. Yeah, um, you know, had to had to hook the guy up over here with championship ring for his birthday last week, and then uh, you know couldn't couldn't have one in the car. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't couldn't just have one in the car. Couldn't just have one host with a ring. So, you know, had to had to do what it takes. Hopefully, yeah. more it
1: feel if it feels good. It feels yeah, it
0: feels <laughs> right. It feels heavy.
1: It does <laughs> it heavy. like every time. I, just, I wish I had this in Charlotte. <laughs> oh from yeah, that guy, the guy yeah. Baker Mayfield. Well, you
0: were giving him the imaginary one. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that'll that'll do it for '97. Uh, hopefully FC Dallas. You know, not to look past them, but I I don't know if I know a player on their team or Jesus hey, Ferreira uh, probably it's the only one. <laughs> no, yeah, but decent what, player I've heard. But what is he doing lately? I think he scored a goal, but you know I don't know.
1: I know I yeah.
0: We'll see how it goes. I know yeah.
1: Traffico is one of the best games I've watched in a long time and that was a good one
0: so that's that you know maybe catch us at City Field maybe not Um, but definitely catch us you know next week episode 98 Um. things are things are feeling good in the the Feels blue good. neighborhood
1: yeah especially because um, yeah it does seem like Nick Cushing is listening and Taking the advice of the experts, and <laughs> the I, experts. I feel like I feel like the pat on the shoulder that he gave me was like, uh, "Thanks, man." Yeah. Like thanks. Good for
0: episode last week.
1: Good episode, but on also those? thanks for the lineup advice. <laughs> yeah. And um, do you have any for next week, maybe? But he ha- he had to go somewhere.
0: Yeah. So, well, he had a press con. He's he had a press con- Very busy man. Busy. Um. So, <laughs> at Post90Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, Everywhere you get a thing. That's about it. Yeah. Um, you can find us there. Yeah, and that Spotify and that that Apple Podcast for audio only. You know, so apologies for some of uh, you know we are a video we are a video podcast first, unfortunately. So you know the whole thing about the rings, we don't even. I guess we don't even think about you guys sometimes <laughs> when, <laughs> when we're recording, and uh, and that's on us. But you know, we well, appreciate. That's
1: you. really because we have the faces for radio, correct, and the voices for podcasts
0: right we're like yes. not hitting it Whereas, on any level
1: like the city boys i would say that they're more like they've got the faces for youtube mm-hmm. and the voices for you're saying they're pretty
0: i mean i mean in less in less specific words i mean if there were, if
1: we were like ranking podcasts, like we were ranking podcasts on visuals <laughs> yeah i mean like they're not last yeah so
0: but you're saying we are <laughs> i I don't know yeah well (laughs) you know that'll that'll do it for 97 i guess ending way too many episodes talking about (laughs) other guys lately (laughs) there ain't Uh, nothing wrong with that no no there is not we'll see you guys later peace